the week she was diagnosed with lung cancer, an elderly woman who, who was not Catholic, she made her way to a Catholic church. She knew they offered a, a Wednesday uh, a mass, a healing service. And she thought if she could be anointed with oil and if she could lift the prayer to God, perhaps God would, would heal her. And her prayer was, was very simple. For my body, I ask for healing. Week after week, she made the pilgrimage and said the same prayer. For my body, I ask for healing. Week after week, she prayed and was anointed with oil. She died two years to the day of being diagnosed with lung cancer. Everyday immigrants, both legal and illegal, come to this country seeking a new life, a better life. Yet often they are greeted by people by, with words or actions that say to them, you don't belong here. I don't want you here. Two months ago, Daniel Fitzpatrick killed himself after being bullied at school for being gay. He was 13 years old. Every day, women and young girls are sold into slavery. The average cost of a human life is $90. You can own a human being for $90. Throughout the world, the poor struggle to survive another day of inadequate food, clothing, shelter, water, and, and medicine. Every day. These people, they are just a few of the widows in our world today. Just a few. The list could go on and on. They pray for and demand a new life. They hope things will change. They seek something different for their life. Something other than what they have right now. Day after day, though, it is the same. Nothing changes. Nothing works. It is not right. They know it. We know it. God knows it. They live and some have died, standing and crying out before the unjust judge. The unjust judge wears many masks, in our world. Prejudice, hatred, misogyny, homophobia, fear, the disease that, that cannot be healed, economic systems, racism, grief, addiction. Yet regardless of the mask, the unjust judge neither fears God nor respects people. So what do we do when we stand before the unjust judge? What do we do when we see another human being standing before the unjust judge? Some will get angry, fight back, becoming as hardened and unjust as the judge himself. Some will give up, believing that, the, that what the unjust judge says is the final reality of their life. It will never get better. 
Others will blame God. It's God's fault. There are a few, however, who will discover and trust in the widow's faith. A few. Pray always and do not lose heart, Jesus says. That is the widow's faith. Day after day, she shows up. Day after day, she speaks of the injustice done to her. Day after day, she holds her pain before the judge, before the world, and before God. Day after day, that is her faith. It is unwavering. To pray always does not mean giving to God a to-do list and then setting back and expecting God to magically fix what is broken in your life or in the world. To pray always means that we offer our cry to God. And then we do whatever we can to bring about the change we seek. Trusting that God is already doing what God needs to do on our behalf. Maybe that means we feed the hungry. We offer compassion to the grieving. We speak and teach against hatred and oppression. We free the slaves of this world. We strive for peace. We make our case not just before God, but with God. We join God in answering our own prayers. This is a mutual relationship. It's not one way. We join God in answering our own prayers. Of course, then we ask, fine, but when? When? When will my prayer, our prayer, be answered? The widow's faith always involves waiting. How long? When will it change? I don't know. I do know this, that waiting does not mean that God is absent. Waiting does not mean that God is uncaring. Waiting does not mean that God is not already active in your life, in this world. You see, the widow does not wait on God. She waits with God. To pray always is what keeps her from losing heart. It keeps her showing up day after day, trusting that God sees and hears and will act on her behalf. To pray always is what, is what keeps us present to and in relationship with God. So that when God does act, we'll be there. Imagine the tragedy if one day the widow, she just gave up, threw her hands in the air, I'm done. I'm done crying out. I'm done trusting. I'm done seeking. She gave up. She could not stand another day. And on that day that she didn't show up, 
What if that was the day that judge ruled? What if that was the day that life changed? I wonder how much of God's life, God's love, God's healing, God's forgiveness, we have missed because we gave up. Because we didn't show up for ourselves and for others. How much of God's life have you missed because you gave up? Because you didn't show up? To live the widow's faith, to pray always, to not lose heart, it may be the most difficult and necessary work we will do as Christians. Pray always. Do not lose heart. The question before you is, will you embrace it? Will you cry out day after day for justice, for mercy, for healing, for love? Not only for yourself, but for your neighbor. For the bullied child, for the oppressed immigrant, for the marginalized woman, for the trafficked 10-year-old, for the poor. Will you show up and will you cry out? And will you trust that God is actively working on your behalf and on behalf of the world? Steve Jobs once said, the people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. The people who think they are crazy enough to change the world are the ones who do. But you have to show up, and you've got to speak out, and you have to have faith in yourself and in God. Thanks be to God. Amen.